Hello, hello, how y'all doing today? Today we're talking about valuing the other's contribution. Day 72. Value the other's contribution. Valuing the other's contribution. We come from Ecclesiastics chapter 4 verses, I think it's 9 through, I think I'm going to the end. 16, verses 9 through 16. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for everything that you are doing, have done, and are yet to do. We thank you right now for your awareness that you are bringing us into. We thank you for communion with us, oh, Heavenly Father. We thank you for peace that surpasses all understanding. We acknowledge you now, oh, Father, that you may direct our paths and lead us into the places that you are calling us into, oh, Heavenly Father. No longer in mediocrity in our lives, in our marriages, in our, in our, in our businesses, in our workflow, oh, Heavenly Father. No longer mediocrity, oh Heavenly Father, but coming into the fullness, oh Father God, we thank you right now, for you are the one that is doing it in us, to us, and through us by your Spirit, oh God. So we record, we, we, we call on you, O Heavenly Father, and, and, and we acknowledge you, O Heavenly Father, for you said that we have, if we would acknowledge you, then you would direct our paths, O Heavenly Father, no longer walking in the ways that we think we should walk, no longer walking in the ways that we want to walk, O Heavenly Father, but walking upright and according to your will for our lives, according to purpose, according to what was predestined, according to what is written about us, O Heavenly, according to what your thoughts are towards us, O Father God, no longer being our own people but lord heavenly father surrendering ourselves completely totally and utterly oh father god for the betterment of your kingdom in jesus mighty and matchless name i pray amen amen and amen day 72 valuing the other's contribution ecclesiastics chapter 4 verses 9 through i think i'm gonna go i'm gonna no, 9 through 12 verses 9 through 12 Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 through 12 two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor for if they fall one will lift up his companion mm -mm -mm. but woe to who him who is alone when he falls for he has no one to help him Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a three-four cord is not quickly broken. This, I know it's not, I know it doesn't say it, but this, for me, that was that this is 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 about marriage this is about marriage and it said it said it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor for if they fall one will lift his companion but woe to him who is alone when he falls for he has no one to help him up again if two lie down together they will keep warm but how can one be warm alone though one may be overpowered Mm-mm-mm. By another, two can withstand them. And a three-four cord is not quickly broken. Ecclesiastes, that was chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. And, 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 and 
the scripture said that two are better than one because there is a help that the other brings. But the help that they are has to be recognized. But because they don't uh, think like you or they don't act like you act, you dismiss them. But you must have understanding and patience in order to really see their value or, or else you would think that they are against you. But the male's logical thinking and the female's emotional thinking or her emotional feeling will balance one another out. If the woman is the help me, whatever the man lacks, she will provide. If the woman is the help me, whatever the man lacks, she will provide and vice versa. Whatever he lacks, she will provide and whatever she lacks, he will provide. Uh, and, 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 and it goes back to God not putting everything in one person. Not putting everything in man and not putting everything in woman, but in order to procreate, it takes both. Right. In order to be married, it takes both. Right. In order to come into agreement, it takes at least two people. Now, the three chord strand is not easily broken or not quickly broken. A three, four chord is not quickly broken. So, 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 but God created them in a way that they complement each other. There is a thing called value. And I'm not talking about the value that you place on yourself. I'm talking about the value that you place on your spouse or you place in another person. I know that maybe you don't think the same or even see things the same, but that is what makes you perfect for one another because you will balance each other out. For instance, if you both like to spend money before you get paid, <laughs> how do you budget for the vision? If you both like to party with the with your friends separately every weekend, where does the relationship have space to grow? Balance can be good. Communication is very vital in any relationship because if there is no communication, there is no understanding. And without understanding, how can there be unity? People think that the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, but I want to let you know now that if you water your grass on your side of the fence, it'll be greener than any grass on the other side. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can assure you that that grass is not greener. I can assure you that it is not greener. It doesn't matter how many fences you cross. If the communication is not there, if the man doesn't know what the woman thinks, and if the woman doesn't know how the man feels, you will always come to a crossroad where you will think something is wrong with the other person. Communication will silence and deaden anything else. It will, it will silence and deaden everything else, but there must be communication. It doesn't matter the relationship. There must be communication. When marriage is a joint effort, not just something you get into to pass the time by. There is a value that your spouse brings to the table. And until you know their value, you will always feel like they are inadequate and not worthy of your company. And their value is based on how important they are to you. 
What ability do they have that you don't? Hmm? Favor is priceless. A provider is priceless. Peace is priceless. You will never know how great you are together if you leave at the sign of trouble. In fact, trouble is the sign that you are great together. You just have to communicate and get past the struggle in order for that value to shine. Now, in Proverbs 31 says, Proverbs 31 says, I'm going to read from from, from verse 10 on to the end. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Another in, in another um translation, it says she is more precious than diamonds. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant sh- ship. Bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servants' girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong. A hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread. Her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household. For everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She is clothed with strength and dignity. I say that again. She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you, mm -mm -mm, baby, you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. Now that's value. That's value. The husband protects, provides, teaches, honors. The woman gives. To her, what she can't give to herself. I say that again. The husband protects, provides, teaches, honors the woman. And gives to her what she cannot give to herself. Mm. Is a husband... To be reverenced. I'm going to say it one more time. 
The value, the, the husband protects, provides, teaches, honors the woman and gives to her what she can't give to herself. Now, that is a husband to reverence. Valuing your spouse's contributions, no matter how big or how small, will strengthen the marriage in ways you never imagined. Men, you are the anchor. No matter how the wind blows or how the waves roar, no matter how hard they beat your relationship, stay in place. Because after you have suffered a while, the God of all grace will himself restore Restore you, confirm you, strengthen, and establish you. Mm -mm -mm. So be of good cheer because it's working for your good. There's an old saying, you can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar. Remember with your words, you can destroy. But you can use that same mouth to lift and empower your spouse. I'm going to say that again. With your words, you can destroy. But with the same mouth, you can empower and enrich your spouse. Empower, lift, and enrich your spouse. Mm -mm -mm. To be so valuable to the point that not only will they be invaluable and irreplaceable mm, to you, but they will be they will be invaluable and irreplaceable to those around you. And I just wanted to say that valuing the other's contribution is much needed. I know that sometimes you don't think so, and I and I know that that that, that you supposed to give God the praise. You're supposed to give them the praise. You're supposed to give them the honor. You're supposed to give them the glory. But let's look back over here in Ecclesiastes. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. Everything that she does, declare her praise. Everything she does, declare her praise, right? Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. Right? This ain't my these this ain't what I'm saying. This is what the Bible says. Proverbs 31. The verse is 28. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. Sometimes, even though, even though we feel like we carry the bulk of it all. As men, we carry the bulk of it all. We have to praise that woman. Simply because she is an emotional feeler. And I understand that men, we don't quite get that. Because we're logical thinkers. We just want to get it done. But women are emotional feelers, so whatever atmosphere that she is in, she will pick up on it and she will run with it. Because by nature, she is a receiver. Everything about her body receives. Everything about her receives. Everything about a man gives. So, as we begin or even continue to value our spouses, 
to value the contributions that they make in the household and outside the household. Value them with, with your words. Value them with what you do. Value them with your, with your service. We value them. Because to us, our spouse should be invaluable and irreplaceable. Divorce should never be an option. If you take it off the table, then you will find a way to work every situation out. I repeat, the grass is not greener on the other side of the fence. All you have to do is water your grass and you will see how green the grass is. There is no such thing as greener grass on the other side of the fence. It's just that where you're standing, it looks greener because you're not there. You cannot take the same mentality that you have into another relationship, expect for it to work, if you don't work in the relationship that you're in. You could take your same personal self and go into another, you could have problems in this relationship, and if you don't work at these problems, you don't work at the situation that's at hand, you go into another relationship, five years down the road, ten years down the road, if you had not worked those things out, they will come back up. There is no need for you to leave if you're not going to work at it. There is no need for you to leave if you're not going to work at it. You have to be willing to put in the work because anything worth having at all is, is working for. You're working for it. If you have to work out your soul salvation, you're going to have to work at everything. You're going to have to work at everything. So value the contribution that your spouse gives. Value that. Because the praise that you give unto your wife, the praise that you give unto your husband, <laughs> can be pressed down, shaking together, running over. And they can praise you in the same way. And even greater. I just wanted to tell y'all that. Valuing the other's contribution. Hmm. When people know that they're valued, when they know that, that, that they are highly esteemed in the place that they are, they don't have to go outside to look for value. They don't have to go outside to feel wanted. They don't have to go outside uh, to feel needed. Where they are is good enough. That's all I want to say. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you right now for ordering our steps, oh Heavenly Father. I thank you right now that we are that our eyes are being opened to see the value that our spouse is, to see what they contribute to the marriage, to see their contribution to the relationship, to see their contribution to the household, oh Heavenly Father. I thank you right now for every wife. I thank you right now for every husband, oh Heavenly Father, as they come into this season of alignment, oh Heavenly Father, not only with you, God, but with their spouses, oh Heavenly Father. Lord God, we ask that you will cause everything to fade out into the background, oh Heavenly Father. We ask that you would stand up in, in, in the might of your spirit, oh Heavenly 
Heavenly Father. Lord God, and bless the household in such a way, oh Heavenly Father, where finances will not be an issue, where, 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 where other people will not be an issue, where situations and circumstances will not be the issue, oh Heavenly Father, but they'll be freely able to give themselves wholly to you and to wholly to one another, oh Heavenly Father. Lord God, praising and glorifying and magnifying you, oh God, because you are the one that did it, oh God. We thank you right now, oh Father God, for opening the windows of heaven and pouring out blessings that they do not have room enough to receive, oh Heavenly Father. But Lord God, as we as 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 I as I say this prayer, oh Heavenly Father, let them know that it comes with a condition. The condition of agreeance. Where two can come together as in touching and agreeing, O oh Heavenly Father, that anything that they ask of you, it will be done unto them, O oh Heavenly Father. Let the power of agreement come into each household like a rushing mighty wind, O oh Heavenly Father, like a flood, O oh God. Open up, open up them that they may be able to receive and that they may be able to give freely, O oh Father God, that you will give to them. Bless immeasurably that you will be glorified bless immeasurably that you will be exalted above every situation above every thought above everything oh heavenly father God you will be over everything that we may acknowledge you not only acknowledge you but that you will direct our paths Lord heavenly father we surrender now oh father God and we give you the glory, honor, and the praise, asking you to have your divine way. Holy Spirit, we invite you in to teach us. Holy Spirit, we invite you in to remove the clutter. Holy Spirit, we invite you in to cleanse, to purge, to purify, that we may be justified by your works. God, we thank you for Holy Spirit, O oh God. We thank you for Holy Spirit, O oh Father God, because we are not just garnished, but we are filled. And the filling mm -mm -mm, exemplifies your glory. The filling edifies you. Christ the Son in you, God. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for Holy Spirit. For Holy Spirit. We'll give you free reins and free course to enter into every dark area, into every gray area that you may come in and let your light flood us. That not only will we know how to bridle our mouths, but we also know how to bridle our whole body. God, we thank you and we trust you and we love you. And we ask you to have your divine way. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name I pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all have a blessed day.